are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 246 for July 4th, 2019. This week we talk about pooping in Sheboygan, gay penguins standing near attractive people, rumored drag race queens, 4th of July traditions, Fleabag, and Mario Maker 2. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, uh, guess what? Chicken butt. Oh, wow. I have, haven't heard that reply before. Ever? No. I mean, yeah, I was being facetious. Oh, I get it. Um, It's not Pride Month anymore, so that means we can't be gay. Well, we had a good run. Yeah, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Guess you'll have to, well, I was going to say you'll have to wait a whole year to get a dick up your butt, but honey, you probably already <laughs> waited. A, yeah, It's I'm been more sure than a year already, year. honey. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let well, how are you, you doing? How was, uh, how's your beginning of Julie? Um, the beginning of Julie, well, actually, um, I, we should say happy birthday to America because this is happening, uh, this is getting posted probably. I don't know. Oh. I usually am posting on Thursday or Friday now because fuck everything, but potentially this is getting posted on the 4th of July. So. Well, how old's the old gal? Uh, you know, I'm not totally sure. How All old I, is the USA? Uh, it's a pretty, pretty old. I don't know. Not as old as uh, as other countries. We're still pretty young. We going to be 242? I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand how age works, but I'm doing well. The country could be doing a little bit better. But you know what? At least we aren't. Uh, at least we aren't North Korea. I don't know. I'm I guess I'm trying to, like, find the silver lining here. Well, we are fixing to have. Oh, my God. I said fixing. I'm going back to my roots. You're so fixing. fixing this week. We're fixing to have uh, our big 4th of July celebration here in D.C. And they brought in the tanks. Yeah. I'm reading. And um, shout out, though, to. OK, so uh, BFF Elizabeth was just here this week. She left on Tuesday, staying here from Arkansas. OG friend uh, from the South. OG Elizabeth. friend. 15 years we've been friends. So it was a good old time. Justin was in Chicago. So we kind of got to have like the gay sleepover I never got to have in high school. Oh, you my know? God. Yeah, you do, you've got, it was you've got fun. a key key with your girlfriends. Do you like paint right? each other's nails and talk about boys? It was fun. Uh, but one evening we went down and we met uh, one of our listeners, actually, Marianne and two of her daughters. Oh, my God. Uh, down at the Washington Monument. And we walked over to the Lincoln. And you could see, well, shout out to them first. It was a very enjoyable time. Uh, but they had all they were setting up all of the shit. For this parade that they're having. Mm-hmm. The Trump wants. And it's a, it's a fiasco. It's, it Let sounds, me tell you. Can't walk anywhere. It, it's every, everything blocked off. You can't go. Can't go to your... Uh, Up can- by the Capitol, too. Me and Elizabeth went out to the Capitol. The, there's, like, the stage. Mm-hmm. There's, like, all these seats. There's, like, VIP section. And you're like, what the hell is this? Well, like, we went down for Fourth of July fireworks last year. And it was nice. It was mm-hmm. just a, It was just a time. But this year, it's like a thing. Well, I mean, shout outs to fascism, because you can't, uh, you aren't a strong country unless you have a military parade and show it off, right? It's so weird. This is like the thing that dictators do when they like have micro penises or something. I don't know. That's it's, like it's a, not an appropriate as, thing to say. It's almost as if we have a dictator with a micro penis. It does look like a very like Russian, like show of arms. North Korea. Yeah, no, it, very it's much very North Korea. Very interesting. Also, not to make any fun fun of anyone with micro penises. Yeah, I, I'm sure everyone here, every everyone who has a micro penis is probably better than our current president. So 
I'm, I should make comparisons between our president and people with micro penises. Do um, you go? Are you going to watch any fireworks? Do you well, shoot fireworks? So here's the thing. Um, when I was a child, when I was a wee lad, um, I was I loved fireworks because I lived in an area because like Montana is basically like uh, it. It's it's just. You know, it, it's it. There's no laws. There's no rules in Montana. It's a fucking free for all. Vigilantes everywhere. And so, um, I lived in an area like I lived in a neighborhood with people and houses. But, um, when I was growing up, we could like shoot off fireworks in front of our house, which is something that like a lot of people don't really like. We bought fireworks and we could shoot them off in front of our house in a residential neighborhood, which was probably not very safe. Nowadays, there's more restrictions in my in the neighborhood that I grew up in because it's like there's, you know, fire warnings and people don't want things to catch on fire. And it's apparently fireworks are dangerous. Who fucking knew? But um, Fourth of July season was like my absolute favorite time of the year growing up because I just loved blowing shit up. I'm surprised I, I didn't blow myself up when I was a child with all the you know fireworks that I was sh- I was shooting off but then you realize when you grow up fireworks are expensive and um they're dangerous and uh they don't last very long it's not a very it's not a long term investment you've spent a bunch of money on fireworks then you shoot them off and then it's like you just burnt money in front of you for some sparkles um wow cynical someone turned cynical i mean it just i let me just say that honey doesn't have the money to buy fireworks nowadays you know i'm on a i'm on a strict budget and so I like to, you know, watch the fireworks that the city shoots off or whatever. But um, it used to be my used to be my favorite time of the year when I was spending my parents' money. When I was like nine years old, I would beg them to go to the fireworks stand and you know spend a bunch of money on fireworks. But nowadays, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, well, I grew up with a similar experience. I it was weird for me that. Like growing up and learning that fireworks were outlawed in some places. Right. Because like in town, in the little town I grew up in, there were like six fireworks, those tents, you mm-hmm. remember? Oh, and yeah. And you just go in and the whole thing would smell like gunpowder and it was mm-hmm. like very, like whenever I smell that, it's very nostalgic. Um, And we would get those ones that, they were awful. They're called like worms or snakes or something. You just light oh, like them on little, fire. Yeah, and like it just little makes black a little tablets. turd. Yeah, I love and they those. would they would stain our their like parking. It's not a what do you call it when it's not covered? It's just a parking. Uh, well, you know, it is, a I feel like it's a driveway. A d- driveway, yes, but we called it something. I don't remember. But they would stain it. Mom would get mad. We'd have to like clean it with oil and shit. Mm-hmm. We'd buy little toys and like tie them to you know the fireworks. But in D.C., you can apparently shoot off fireworks wherever the fuck you want. What? Because there are children running up and down the street. That Last year when we came home from the fireworks, it legit looked like a war zone. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, never been in a war zone. That's probably a huge over-exaggeration. But legitimately, kids running across the street, like, shooting Roman candles, like, at each other in the middle. Like, this is in D.C. This is not, like, in Maryland or Virginia like or something. This is in the this city. in the city of D.C., not far from downtown. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it blows my mind. Like there were there are cops everywhere, but they were just kind of letting everyone do what they wanted. Well, and I the, was just like and like, thank God, Piggy's not afraid of fireworks. He grew up around construction. He uh, Piggy grew up in the concrete jungle, honey. Oh, yeah, he did. Is that a name for the city? Yeah. For like yeah. loud noises and stuff, you know, concrete from the jungle. puppy mills of Missouri to the Big Apple. Yeah, because you live in the Big Apple, right? That's what um, D.C. is. The Windy Apple. The big apple, the big city apple, the green apple, 
Apples. We live in the, I don't know what they call D.C. I don't know. The heart of America. What was that? Did you just, did your soul the just leave your body? The heart of America. Um, regardless, if you don't know what Roman candles are, they're like one of the most dangerous fireworks. One of the things that You're I You're not supposed knew, to hold them. Well, that's the thing. It's like, so what a Roman candle is, it's like a, it's a, a it's like a giant tube that you aren't You're supposed to hold. Stick You're in the ground. To, you're supposed to stick it in the ground, but no one follows those rules. And so what people do is they hold it at the bottom and you light it at the top and it like, it shoots off little rockets. Glowing orbs. Yeah, glowing orbs. And like people hold them and run around. If there's one thing um, that I remember growing up is like my dad and my parents were smart enough to like not let me hold Roman candles and shoot them off. Actually, I, I think they were they might have been outlawed in which is weird in Montana, something outlawed crazy. Um, but what people did instead was people bought miniature bottle rockets and held those and yeah, shot them and off. throw them at each other. And like, how do you not burn your hand? How like, do you, well, you there were always reports of like some kids, his eye getting taken out. Yeah, it's like so dangerous. Um, There were just fireworks going. It's 4.30 p.m. on, what are we recording this on? Wednesday? Wednesday. 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 There were just fireworks going on outside in the backyard. Crazy. I it's mean, broad daylight. Hearing fireworks, fireworks definitely gives me the nostalgia. And and like the, like you were t- talking about the smell of like gunpowder and like the fireworks stands. Total nostalgia. If I had like, if if I lived, because like I live in an apartment complex in town, like I can't, you know, set off fireworks. But if I like lived out in the country and I had like a surplus of money, I would probably, and like I had the opportunity to buy fireworks and, and shoot them off, I probably would. But now I'm like, I'm too old, I'm too lazy, and I'm too poor. Um, I so. just don't like them much. Like right. it's boring. Yeah, it's When it's you see them on TV... And- it fills up like the whole TV screen and you're like, holy fucking shit, that's so big. Mm-hmm. Then you go like we were at the National Mall last year watching the fireworks and you like see them up there by the Washington Monument. But you're like, you see the whole fucking sky around you and you're like, that's really small. And then you're also like, that's really loud and there's mm-hmm. smoke everywhere and this can't be good for anybody. Right. And something's going to get blown up and it's not safe. And this is going to start a fire. Like, why can't we celebrate something by just like sitting down and having some tea and talking? Because that's not the American way, Joseph. We got to blow shit up. I just it's so weird that there are tanks, though. I was watching videos. Yeah, that's like like creepy and weird. And there's a big thing about it. And like, I I don't support that at all. It's like, no, it's 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 fucking weird. It's the whole thing's being like politicized in not good ways. Yeah. Um, but anywho, happy 4th of Julie. Happy 4th of Julie for those in America, for everyone else. Happy 4th of the month, because it doesn't, you know, mean anything to you. Um, basically for the 4th of July, I think what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to travel down to my very, very old grandparents who are like, well, thank you for specifying. (laughs) Well, because, because they are very old. Like my, my grandfather's 98. He's going to be 99 this year. Um, and they're like, they're still kicking. They like still live in like the same house. They like, you know, they don't drive anymore, thankfully. But we're going to they have like a shindig every every year. And a lot of the family members come down and I haven't gone down there for the 4th of July in a while. And I'm like, well, you know, I haven't seen you in a while and I should go and hang out with you. And my dad's going to be there. So I think the 4th of July for me now is less about blowing shit up and more about like an excuse to 
eat food and hang out with family that I haven't seen in a while. That's kind of what the situation is. Um, so I think that's all I'm going to do for the fourth. I have some friends that are like going to go up to the lake and do some stuff. But, you know, now that I'm an adult, the 4th of July isn't really my favorite time of the year because, you know, if I have to blow shit, I have to pay for it myself and I don't have the money. So I'm just going to use it as an excuse to hang out with my family. Um, but the one thing I didn't realize is like, yeah, like you have Piggy. Like there's a big thing about the 4th of July and like pets because yeah. like well, fireworks are loud loud and scary and like yeah i remember growing up i had two cats and they would like all we would always make sure that they were inside um and like in a comfortable area because like we, since we lived in a neighborhood where people shot off fireworks like at home like it like shook our fucking house and it was loud even with like all the doors shut and the windows shut and whatever like you could feel the fireworks outside and you know, I tried to make we tried to make the situation as comfortable as possible for our animals at home. But like, yeah, if, if I was an animal, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I would feel like it was World War Three, you know, every fucking Fourth of July. But you said that Piggy is like, you know, OK with it. No, Piggy, yeah, Piggy he doesn't phased. care. He doesn't no, know he what's doesn't going care. on. Because <laughs> he like, grew oh, up okay. with like all the construction outside the window. So like last well, that's year, the thing, it's like every day is Fourth of July for him with the construction happening outside. Well, last year we left him at home when we went down to the mall. And, you know, we put all of his cozy stuff. He likes to go under the couch if something is freaking him out or whatever. Um, But we came home and he was just like sleeping on the couch, just like chilling. Not giving a shit. Woke up and was like, where the fuck? Like, why are y'all waking me up? Coming (laughs) in the door. Yeah. So he doesn't care. He's fine. Oh. Uh, Speaking of gay people, though. Ew. We can't talk about gay people anymore. Honey, I can talk about whatever i want Uh, fine okay uh if we don't we have to at least mention two gay subjects every episode so people remember that we're gay sam how will they know we're gay i have no idea it's not like that we talk about buttholes we talk about it uh well okay at pride month may be over Mm -hmm. but the london zoo is celebrating pride month in honor of its gay penguins every time i hear about gay animals it's always penguins why well, they know always up, honey. penguins? I mean, look at them. They are all dressed so nice. That's true. And we all, all know have they... little suits on. Yeah. Like, honey, fit the stereotype, honey. Mother Nature got it right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it's true. It's illegal for gay people to be ugly. So penguins have it right. Well, you can be ugly. You just have to dress nice. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know there was a difference there, but I will uh, make a note. Think. Okay. Yeah. Put an addendum in your in gay, the gay agenda that I have. Mm-hmm. So on so July fifth, so it's it's happening after Pride Month, but they're gonna give the zoo a quote Pride makeover to Zoo Night on July fifth, mm-hmm. which sounds a lot more fun than the Fourth of July, honestly. So if you live in the UK or London or you know close to the zoo, go do this. This sounds like a lot of fun. Hang out uh, with the gay penguins. Why not? The zoo is gonna teach about gender, mating, and same sex animal pairings, and they've got a cute little sign in their penguin exhibit that says. Some penguins are gay. Get over it. That honestly sounds really cute. Uh, and they've got two gay penguins, Ronnie and Reggie, who have been together since 2014. Uh, that is also, longer than a lot of gay relationships that I know. I mean, that's longer than my relationship. Uh, uh, just look it up to these penguins for, for dating advice. They also adopted an egg that was abandoned by another penguin couple, probably straight penguins. Uh, just probably. Saying. Am I right? And they've been sharing uh, parenting duties for their chick, 
Kitan until he fledged the nest. That is so cute, honestly. They're still going strong and are often found snuggling in their nest box, according to CNN. Oh my god. So, uh, are penguins like, are penguins the type of animals where they, like, have a partner for life? Or are, are they, like, I monogamous? Know. I don't know. I don't know the situation with penguin relationships. Is there a, is there a penguin relationship podcast I should be tuning into? Because I don't know much about it. Maybe you should ask the penguins. Maybe I should. Maybe I should um, maybe interview. Maybe you shouldn't put all the penguins in a box and say, hey, you all have to stay together for life. Maybe let the penguins figure out their own relationships. Okay. Well, polyamory is is such a thing right now, so I shouldn't just strict. I shouldn't have it for just humans. Anyone well, can be polyamorous. And divorce is fine. What's the what's uh, like? Who gets what in the relationship? Like when penguins get divorced? What like, is there like a custody own, hearing? Like rocks? I don't know. I don't know. I just watched some of what's that like thing on Netflix? The one that David Attenborough. Oh yeah, it's like Planet Earth, but like Planet the Netflix Earth. version. But yeah, well, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And they had this one where, first of all, there were a lot of penguins. Second of all, there was another one with, are those things called sea lions? The really ugly ones? Oh, yeah. Honey, if I was an animal, I'd be a sea lion. Some kind of, whatever the ugly ones are. And they were just jumping off of cliffs. Mm. Girl, same. And I couldn't, and okay, I got to tell you this, though. It looked amazing in 4K on an OLED screen. Oh, I'm jealous. But I got to tell you. It was traumatizing at the same time. It was this like was, you were seeing it with your real eyes. It was you know, instead so of your fake eyes. sad. I don't remember why I'm talking about that now. I think I was, it reminded me of penguins, which reminded me of other creatures that were murdering that live in cold places. Okay. Yeah. There, there's the segue. And know? then I just wanted to mention having a 4K OLED TV. I mean, not all of us are privileged like you, Joseph. <laughs> Listen, Justin got that. He stalked out an open box deal at the Best Buy. Okay. Um, apparently the, here's something. Okay. Should I even mention this? Not hashtag, oh God. hashtag not sponsored, but apparently the pixel three a is like on sale for only $200 at Best Buy. So what are you doing on Best Buy? I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it at Best Buy. I didn't walk into a Best Buy. I got it from, I got like a notification on it in my Google feed. Okay. Don't Just now. Me. Are no, you listening like, to me or are you today. on your phone? Oh, no, today, okay. when I woke up, I was it, it told me that because Google knows that I want a new phone, but I don't want to get a new phone because I'm, I'm petty and poor. The 3 so or like, the 3A? Which just one? Just the, the, the 3A, the plastic oh, one. Oh, well, I, I would like that one better, actually. So so maybe you should go to, go to Best Buy. I don't know. Hashtag not I don't sponsored. Know. I'm currently broke, too. I can't even afford fireworks. Girl, same. Ugh. Hashtag relatable. Am I right, ladies? Um, But speaking of penguins, before we go to something else... Um, I, I go through phases. Do you ever go through phases on YouTube? Well, okay, question. I've never gone through a phase before. You've never gone through a phase. Remember, I came out of the womb exactly as I am right now. Fish sticks, yogurt, never heard of her. I've right? never had problematic. I've never said problematic things. I've never had problematic thoughts. I've mm-hmm. been exactly as I am right now. Mm-hmm. Perfect. My in every whole way. life. I didn't have to learn. Exactly. You just knew when you came out, you knew everything. Right. Where's this going? Um, I was going to say, I go through phases where I like, I watch, it's like a couple times a year, I get kind of obsessed with watching documentaries on YouTube. And sometimes those phases involve like me watching like old David Attenborough documentaries about like specific animals. Like sometimes like I went through a phase where I like for an entire week, I was watching videos on ants or I was watching videos on like lions in the wild. Well, one time I was watching, I was obsessed with watching um 
nature documentaries on penguins. And there is a video online. I'm sure if you're if you're in the documentary scene, you've probably seen it because I think it has like a couple million. The views. documentary scene. Oh my god. Be, um, but uh, basically, it's a it's a a shot. It's a clip from one of those like big nature documentaries, and it's um these penguins that are like way in the Arctic, and it's like during a blizzard, and it's a situation where like. Um, some of the baby penguins hatch. This is so sad. So I'm sorry. Uh, some of the baby penguins hatch, and the parents don't want it, and and it's like freezing outside. And the only way for the penguins to survive is if they're like huddled underneath their like mama or daddy penguin le- right. penguins legs, and they basically kick the penguin out, and the little baby penguin has to like run around and try to find someone like to seek warmth with try and if to they find don't... a wonderful gay couple penguins exactly they're like they're trying to get adopted and then they end up dying because they freeze to death so well well sometimes it doesn't work out once again the gays save the day honey that's yeah all exactly it, if only you know gay penguin adoption was more widespread those uh little baby gay penguins wouldn't uh wouldn't have died in that documentary well. And that's that. Straight people mess things up, honey, and LGBTQ plus people, we fix it. We're just always trying to clean up those straight people's messes. Am I right? Speaking of messes, have you been to Sheboygan recently? Um, I like the name Sheboygan, but I, I love don't it. know where Sheboygan is. So I had to Google it. It's in Wisconsin. It's that a very right. Wisconsin name. Oh yeah, I'm in Sheboygan. Uh well the reason I ask if you've been in Sheboygan lately is this is from the Sheboygan Press, straight from the Sheboygan Presses. Straight from the Sheboygan mouth. I'm going to say Sheboygan as much as possible. So there was a Sheboygan serial toilet clogger who was just sentenced to 150 days in jail and then probation. Um, I saw the headline for this article, but I was too afraid to like look at the details. So please inform me what the fuck happened here. Well, it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be for an article. Oh. I thought he was going to be like serial pooping. Oh, my God. That episode of Bob's Burgers where there's a serial pooper. Oh, my, that's a good episode. That's a good one. And Tina is like a detective. I need to get back into Bob's. Like I was really Same, obsessed with though. Bob's for like a couple seasons and I haven't seen the last like three seasons. Same, and it's not though. like that I, I didn't. It's not like that I stopped enjoying Bob's Burgers. It's just that I like just stopped watching and I was moved on to other things. Bob, sorry, this is like a complete digression sure. from what we were talking about. Bob's Burgers was one of the things that I watched to get over my first breakup. Like it was one of the things that I watched when I like came home when I was like fucking like 20, 19, 20. I came home for like Christmas and I just got broken up with and I like watch. I just like watched Bob's Burgers to like keep my mind off of, you know, my horrible breakup that I just been through. So sure. I'm very like intimate relationship with Bob's Burgers because it like well, it helped me for some dark times, you know, uh, thank you for sharing that with me. Yep, that's it. I feel um, like we're closer now. Anywho. I mean, yeah, anyways. Uh, a Sheboygan man, 35-year-olds, charged on Monday, sentenced to three years of probation for clogging women's toilets in Deland, Deland Park and at Dylan? his place of work. I don't know how you pronounce it. So um, here's, a, here's a question. It wasn't poop, though. It was bottles. Oh, I was assuming it was poops. Yeah, he got plastic bottles and just shoved them in there. And it, the that's city not determined. Fun. Well, the city determined each incident caused about two hundred dollars in damage. The complaint said, um, "Plastic bottles, like it's I know, 20, it's twenty nineteen. So like lame. you should be concerned with the environment. 
I was just assuming he was like doing big dukers in the toilet. I was too. And so I feel like the headline, the headline like took me there with Sheboygan and toilet mm-hmm. clogging. But then it like the article, like this is why we need to only read the headlines. You exactly. Know? It's way better in our minds than like it actually is on paper. Yeah. Like it, this just, it just went downhill. Did he have it's a just, reason this for doing this? This whole article went right in the toilet. Honey, you got um, it. I don't know. I already closed it. But I think he said something like, I just get the urge to flush things. Is that like a thing? Is that like a psychological disorder? Like, I just want to flush things in the toilet that aren't supposed to go in there. We all get urges. Like, um, in my fish and milk phase. Mm-hmm. We all have phases. And Sometimes he had a phase where I he was clogging need... toilets with uh, with plastic bottles. You just need fish and you need to eat it with milk. <laughs> and you need to throw it right up. Honey, if if I ever needed to puke something up, I know exactly what I need to eat, and it's fish and milk. It's literally yeah. so true. God. Um, what? Oh, go he, on. So here's a question. Why women's bathrooms? He just got the urge, honey. But why not? I mean, did, was it part of the thrill to clog only women's toilets instead of men's toilets? I'm just not so sure. So many questions. I'm not sure. He's got some. It sounds like vendetta. I just don't know, honey. When you're 35 years old and you live in Sheboygan, it's just what you do. Maybe it's just not he had nothing else to do. So he just needed to clog some toilets. I mean, that's just what I imagine the whole town, like the whole town does of Sheboygan. Do we have any listeners in Sheboygan? Hit us up if you live in Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Um, Speaking of of Sheboygan. I've I've heard. Go on. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say. You're just staying Sheboygan. Sure. Should be, should be I'm ready for you to spill your thoughts. Oh, my thoughts are that <laughs> apparently there's a rival on TikTok. I don't know. Kids use TikTok. Fucking... You use TikTok? No. God, no. I, remember, I, I I am very against TikTok, as even more so than I was against Vine. Yes. Well, I remember you talking about TikTok a long time ago before it was like even a thing. And now it's a huge thing. So you were like, you knew about it before it even happened, Joe. You were like... You, it's my you job, predicted honey. everything. I need to know what networks I got to be on. And right, let me exactly. tell you, nobody wants me on any of them. I can tell mm-hmm, you that honey. much. That, that is the true Is there honey. a site out there where you can watch my Twitter follower count drop live? Because it's doing Probably. it right now. Oh, honey. Honey. At least you have followers to unfollow. I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just like everyone who was there just for Disney Kid 1 videos is just like, Slowly remembering I still exist and then wondering why I still exist. It's just like it, uh, your entire Twitter feed is just people unfollowing you and people being like, why don't you make personal channel videos anymore? Luckily, they kind of stopped doing that after I made a video on that channel. What's that like, like, like last hey, year dead. or so? Yeah. Anywho, what were you saying about TikTok? Oh, I was going to say that allegedly there's a big rivalry between on TikTok of all places between People in Wisconsin and people in Minnesota being like, Minnesota's better than Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin's better than Minnesota. And like a bunch of white girls are like making a bunch of videos being like, like trashing each other's states. I don't understand. I literally forget that they're different states. I mean, I'm team Minnesota for reasons. I've been to Minnesota and I haven't been to Wisconsin. So I that's that's my hot take. I'm team Minnesota because of the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. Ooh, that's a good reason, to be quite honest. Yeah. And Barbara Robertson is technically from Minnesota. How is she doing? She's dead. Drugs, honey. 
Wow. It's canon well, now because I said it. God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Um, um, I wasn't invited to the funeral. And yes, I, honey. I mean, maybe, you know. She, I, <laughs> she, she died on the toilet in Sheboygan. It just she, wouldn't flush, honey. She, she was drowned. the one. Well, they found her. That that guy found her and tried to flush her down the toilet, and that's how she died. <laughs> you know, she drowned. It's only canon in the toilet. if I say it. Okay, you don't get to write Barbara Robertson's future. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, it would just. It, it sounds very accurate that you, a white male, is trying to write <laughs> a woman's future, Joseph. How? Wait. The plot twist, though, is I am that woman. What a twist. And then I'm writing my own future, which is even more poetic. I was going to, I thought you were going to say it's even more tragic. Speaking of attractive people, not do you us. know any? Uh, who? <laughs> Honey, <laughs> around me? Okay, I got this from Psychology Today. Are you ready for this? Uh, honey, give me some therapy. I need it. So, have you seen any of those studies from long ago that's like, hey, if you're in a picture with other attractive people, you look more attractive? No, but like maybe I should take pictures with attractive people more often then. Well, shoot. Let me tell you the tea right now, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. So there was a survey done recently. A large number of people uh, who use dating apps and stuff, around 18% of all pictures uploaded include people in the company of others. Okay. Uh, well, here's the tea on that. So there was a study done and they asked all these people to like rate how attractive people are. And I'm assuming, I mean, you know, what that means is different to everyone. But they, right, right, you know, right. there's beauty standards out there or whatever. That, there's a whole thing. Whole there's other a whole thing. That's a whole other conversation. Hole. So people tend to rate the average attractiveness level of a group of faces higher than they rate each face individually. So when you're mm. with other people, and if those people are more attractive, then you're seen as more attractive too. It, it's the like, people are averaging it out in their yeah, mind. It's, it, it's like when you fail an exam, but the the professor is like, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna cur- I'm gonna put it on a curve. I'm gonna curve everyone's grades based on the average. That's what's happening here." Right. So they were shown like, you know, the the faces alone and with groups and all of that stuff. Um, Interesting. So it says, you know, you can benefit from being pictured with others. Now they mm-hmm. went, honey. They went deeper. Okay. So Uh-oh. they applied it to gender as well. Um, mm. two people of the same gender seem, uh, that are together, this seems to, this effect seems to apply this assimilation effect. The article calls it. However, okay. when people of opposite sex are viewed together, uh, same assimilation rule applies for males. So males are perceived as more attractive when surrounded by attractive females. And it also mm. says there are like services out there where you hire like a wing woman. It's oh, called. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. surround yourselves like at parties and stuff with attractive women to make yourself appear more attractive. However, mm-hmm. the attractiveness judgment of females does not change as a result of being seen in the company of other attractive males. What the conclusion, a fucking surprise. The conclusion, what matters most for females is how they look. How depressing is that? I know. That's just like, that's just like data. Of what we already know. Do you know what I mean? Of like what society imposes. (laughs) Internal misogyny? Never heard of her. Oh, right. It's just. It's everywhere. Well, not even just from women, but from everybody. You know, it's just every. And it's in statistics. So, you know, look based. Um, So, but they also did this with like Tinder. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. when you when you're on Tinder, you swipe a whole lot of pictures at once. Oh, so yeah. if your picture follows a picture of a less attractive person. Well, wait, hold on. Let me read this. OK, we are judged as more attractive if our picture follows a picture of a less attractive person. Gotcha. Um, but if someone really hot is right before us, then they're like, oh, who's this uggo? Who's next? Right. Exactly. You know, so well, what's, uh, what's lots interesting- of manipulation going on there in our minds. And also, nothing is better than like you know when you're like on t- on Tinder or something or on Grinder, and all their pictures are like group photos, and you're like, which one's you? You should just always assume that they're the ugliest one in the picture. That's you know? what they say. Yeah, I've heard that before. Um, I mean, which is the case of like I feel like all of my photos. Right. Well, like here's here's the situation. So apparently, as males, you're saying that if we're if we're surrounded by you know really attractive people, it makes us seem more attractive. In the moment, nothing makes me feel more ugly than being surrounded by people that are hotter than me. Right. Like, I want to know I like feel how like it makes a these... troll yeah. under a fucking bridge. I want to know like how it makes these people feel too. Right. And I think though, though, so I saw some study done before where they were they put all these a bunch of straight people of a uh, bunch of straight guys, bunch of straight women, and they were like, "Go pick a partner." Mm-hmm. And like beforehand they had judged all of their attractiveness like in these studies and they had given them each a number and like ones tend to got with ones and like fives tended to get with fives and Mm -hmm. you know it was very i don't know it was like everyone stayed in their everyone stayed in their beauty lane or something weird yeah i don't know i feel like i feel like culture sorry just hit my microphone everybody it's your mind it's all it's sad I don't know it's what to say so about sad. it. It's expected and it's like sad. Right. And it's like, why can't I date Brad? Well, Brad Pitt's not really the standard anymore. Right. He was the standard Who's like the 25 s- years ago. 25? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how age works. Yeah. Who's the, who's the like Brad Pitt of today? I don't know. Is it? um Shit. I really don't know. Oh, Zac who's Efron, that? I feel like got, I mean, after we talk bad about like. How we shouldn't judge people by their beauty. We're about to do that. Just so oh, we're yeah. clear Meanwhile, about everything. Honey, honey, this podcast garbage. Like oh, we are the for most sure. contradictory people there. on the face of the fucking earth. Who's Zac that? Efron okay. got a little too muscly for me. Right. We've definitely agreed on that, that we're both not into like super ripped guys. Like oh, when it comes to like celebrities. That guy that Julia Roberts' niece was dating in American uh, Horror Story. And Evan who was, Peters? What? Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts is... Is Julia Roberts' niece, right? Yeah, and she was dating that guy who was an X-Men. Yeah, Evan Peters is his name. I I was into him for a while. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I'm Google him now. Yeah, is, he's well, he's, he's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, who's that guy that like everyone that all the gays online harass and are like, you should be gay. Gays and harassing people? Never gays heard of harassing it. straight men? Never heard of it. Um, he's like, I don't know. The gays are obsessed with him, and on the gays like, you know, torture him online. He's a singer. You're um, literally naming like I feel like every everyone. straight singer. I mean, who have we harassed? Harry, uh, Louis, Harry, right. all of One Direction. Oh, it's Sean Mendez that the gays. I don't are know trying who he is. I thought he was gay. I did. I I do not know who he is. Is he Australian? No, he's a he's a, apparently he's a Canadian singer songwriter. See, I thought he was that guy. Wasn't there a guy a few years ago who, like, when Justin Bieber was getting big, was also trying to get big, and his parents were like rich or something, 
and it was like he had a Kindle Honey, or something. That could be like thirteen right? different people. I don't, and I w- I thought this was that guy forever, and I still don't know if it is. Who knows? I don't know who Sean Mendez is. I think is I. I, I didn't everyone loves Sean Mendez now. Why? I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for another white male singer. I don't know. I think he's hot, who but I'm not going to harass him online to like lick my butthole. Wait, you will or you won't? Oh, I I won't. I have standards. Surprisingly, um, we've all asked a straight guy to lick our butthole. So, I mean, in private, not in a public forum like Twitter. I send them a I send them a love note. I, I write a love <laughs> note and I put it in their locker with some cat food, and I'm like, "Would you lick my butthole?" And then it, there's a check mark, yes, no. The thing that and they gets always me, check no. I'm just, and then they call the police. Completely disregarding everything you're saying. <laughs> the thing that gets me about our current culture is it's so contradictory. Like what we do, even here on the podcast. Yeah, I mean us. Us. I mean, we go on about you know. I mean, obviously, I've had a crush on Zac Efron for many years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, I did write Zac Efron love song. Honey, we all have things we're not proud of. But then, but. I don't know. It's like, where? When does it become too far? Like, right. Like, what? It's it's a fine line between funny and then funny and then like explicit. I guess yeah. is what you would call taking it too far. Is when you're right, like, right. hey, jam your guitar up my butthole. Do you right. know? Yeah. I it's don't a know. Fine line. It's a it's a weird online is weird. I know. It's I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. We should just all move to a cabin in the woods. And Do they, disconnect our internet. Are the queens listed yet for Drag Race? Um, no, they're still filming allegedly. Um, do you want me to go through the the like the rumored sure, list send it of to queens? Me. I want to hear it because I I haven't delved into it whatsoever. Um, I have to find it really quick. Um, because I don't know exactly where it is. What There's what All Stars is this four? Five? This is all. This is all stars. Five. Oh my god! How are there that um, many queens we consider all stars? I don't know. Oh, um, someone was asking us too if we were going to cover Drag Race. Wait, isn't what? what's her name Drag Race Germany? Who Heidi Klum? Oh yeah, I saw someone tweeted at us or tweeted at me that like uh, and me. Excuse you. I don't. I have you blocked. I don't understand who you are on Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, something about Heidi Klum is a is a judge on the. It's weird because like there was only Drag Race in the U.S. and then like Drag Race UK just got announced and then apparently they're doing a Drag Race Canada and a Drag Race Germany and it's like Drag Race Thailand is a thing. It's like it's like exploding. Um, but Heidi Klum might is going to be a guest judge on Drag Race Germany. Is that like I confirmed? don't know. I feel like once I didn't look into it. Once you've associated yourself with Michael Kors, you should not be able to judge anybody. It's over. I just there was recently that thing on Twitter where like everyone was hating on Michael Kors bags, and I was like, I have been telling y'all this for years. Michael Kors ain't You're ahead cute. of the game. It ain't cute shit. Okay. It ain't. I don't. I do not know what a Michael's Michael Kors bag look even looks like. It just has a I'm MK not. on it. It's just ugly. You're like MK. Mm, K. I don't know. Um, it's just 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 cheap, and I don't like him either. So I have a a list of um some queens that are uh probably on All Stars Five. All so right. So if you 
um, if you don't want this spoiled for you, I mean, th- this is like, this is all alleged. This is just like tea from people that have gathered shit from online, like Reddit sleuthers, blah, blah, blah. Nothing's confirmed. It's just people looking at like dates that were canceled by queens and then being like, oh, well, Drag Race films in June and this queen like canceled all their gigs in June and they're like not on social media. It's just like, you know, putting pieces of a puzzle together, basically. Sure, sure. So I will um, I will insert just like skip ahead like two minutes or whatever. And um, then you won't get spoiled. So are you ready for this list? I'm I mean, ready. Obviously, some of these people you'll know, some of these people you won't because you haven't watched all of all 900 seasons of Drag Race. Um, but we have different categories. This is from r slash spoiled Drag Race, um, which are the people that are compiling this tea. So we have um, three different categories, very likely queens, likely queens, and then possible keep an eye out queens. Um, and then everyone else, there's, a, there's another list of people that are debunked. So very likely, Queens, we have the first queen, your favorite, Derek Barry. Yeah. I mean, you, I think that's. It? Yeah. Well, because she was on this last season as like an extra. Right. She got exactly. like hit by a car or something. Yeah. There was that gig where she got hit by a car. Yeah. That was it. Um, yeah. I feel like her star has been rising. Hopefully she can uh, do her eyebrows now successfully. And um, I hope she talks about hemming shit because here's a hem. There's a hem. Everywhere's a hem. Hem. Sure. So very likely Queen Derek Berry canceled all her June gigs, has said many times that she wants to do All Stars 5, has been missing on Instagram. So there's that T there. Oh, Next, my God. Reported missing. Derek reported Barry. missing on Instagram. Derek Berry. Next very likely Queen is Shea Coulee. OK, that's good. I really want Shea Coulee on an All-Stars because, like, I feel like that she did really well on her season. And I feel like she's even more polished now than she, she probably was on her yeah, season. Yeah, no, she definitely deserves it. She, a lot of people think she should have won her season. So. Right, exactly. She made top three, right? Yeah, it was pretty much against her and uh, uh, hairless. Sasha. Sasha. Sasha Valor. That's right. right. That's what everyone wants. That's what's like, I remember Team Sasha or Team. Or uh, Team Shay. Yeah. Um, next one is Ms. Cracker. Yeah, I, I, her star is up there right now too. Her star is born. Her review with the Jew stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes sense. Sure. Um, next one is Mayhem Miller. You remember um, Mayhem Miller? I, I do, but then I don't as well. I see. She I was. See. Uh, wasn't she close to Eureka? I don't know. Maybe Mayhem Miller. Yeah, I feel like her. Oh. Why is it showing me Jason? I typed Mayhem Miller into Google and I'm getting Jason Miller, American mixed martial arts fighter. Wow. Mayhem really is uh, up to game then. Wow, honey. Uh, Oh, here she is. Yeah, I feel like she was close with Eureka. Okay, whatever. I see. Um, Next one is Blair St. Clair. Yeah, probably. Um, She's had some like really high budget music videos that came out like where did the budget come from? I don't know how she got the money to do those high high budget music videos. Um, so those are like the very high likely queens. And now we're just into likely queens. Um, the first one is Jujubee. Do you know Jujubee? I don't remember her. At all. I don't know I, her. I don't think that you've seen uh, a season with Jujubee. Jujubee was from All Stars season one and also season two. Um, she's really funny. I love her. Um, okay. The next one is Angina, who's from season one. Angina is like the OG bald queen with like, I mean, also Nina Flowers on season one. But Angina is like super amazing. I Everyone's been hoping that Angina has been, um, has is going to like do an all-star season because 
everyone thinks that she does like deserves like a glow up kind of how Tatiana had in her all-star season because Angina is from like a an older season and people think that she deserves kind of a, a reintroduction to the newer people um and then Mariah Paris Valenciaga who's from season three I think um she's been in some like wow presents plus stuff recently um and then we have Alexis Mateo who was in season four she made top three of season no top four of season four I think um she is Vanessa Vangie Mateo's drag mom um and then India Farah who no one really remembers but I think she was in she went home like first or second on her season which was I think season four um and those are all the the people that people think are on All Stars Five. Ta-da. Okay, well, apparently be the a hoot. apparently the theme is um people are speculating that the theme is going to be like new versus old, like newer queens from newer seasons versus older queens from or like versus queens from older seasons. Well, that would be interesting, but I don't know, kind of overdone. I feel like right, exactly. Well, we'll see what happens. But I don't know. I, I I'll probably watch Drag Race UK when it comes out. It's like a pilot season, so it's only eight episodes, so it's not going to be, like, really, like, grading. And also, it's like, I don't know, I'm assuming it's going to be, like, the layout's going to be different, the queens are going to be different, because Drag in the UK is, like, very different from Drag in the US. Um, I'll probably watch Drag Race UK. I don't know if we'll talk about it, but we'll see. Apparently, Drag Race UK is supposed to come out, like, end of the summer, so who knows? Anyways, that's your miniature Drag Race update on T that probably isn't true, but people are speculating anyway. Da, da, da. Well, there you go. Um, should we move on to our favorite things? Let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe, how many favorite things do you have this week? Just one. What? Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, 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 uh. Did, you, oh, did yeah. you get it? I'm sorry. I was choking on my coffee. Oh. Yes, I did get it. And I've been having fun with it, but I've just been too busy to like really sink my teeth into it. But I am You're just so busy. I'm just like I'm such a busy girl, you know. Um, but I the time that I have had with it, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I have been really loving it. I didn't have the first Super Mario Maker because I didn't have a Wii U. Because no um, one had a Wii U except for me. No one had a Wii U. But I did get I got like one of those cheap little like dollar styluses so I could oh. do it in handheld mode. Like just the little ones with the little rubber tip, just mm-hmm. so you can, you know, whatever. And I'm currently making Sarasa Land uh, levels. I don't know Ooh. if you saw my Twitter. I know you have me muted. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Someone uh, uh, someone printed out your tweet and sent it to me in the mail. If you know, I'm just disregarding that. That's if okay. you know, Mario destroyed Sarasa Land, which is Daisy's Kingdom and Super mm-hmm. Mario Land for the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. So that was 30 years ago. So now if for 30 years, Sarasa Land's been in ruins, slowly oh. crumbling. And so my levels are called Sarasa Land Ruins. Uh, and I've got one one done right now and also one two. So world nice. one level two, you know. So they're uploaded. You can go to my Twitter. I've posted the codes. You can play them. Uh, nice. Please play them as Toadette. I do not want any men in Sarasa land. This is a female only land. I don't only like. I, one thing I don't like, though, is I remember in Mario Maker 1, just from watching a lot of videos of it, you could skin your person. Skin oh, yeah, Mario. Yeah, there were um like the they had an amiibo functionality where like you could insert amiibos and you'd get special mushrooms that changed your character. And now we like right. only have Mario, and Luigi, Toad, and Toadette. Yeah, you could be Daisy. You're absolutely and right. And now, yeah, now we only have is it Blue Toad even? 
Yeah, it's Blue Toad, Toadette, Toadette, Mario, Mario, Luigi. Luigi. And you can go in your settings and click who you want to play all the levels as. I only play as Toadette. I don't love Toadette. Out of, I mean, out of those four, she's obviously the most bearable. Right, right, right. Exactly. I just don't like how she was her creation of her. Right, you being don't like her just aesthetic. a a female. I mean, they put pigtails on Toad and made Toad pink, and we're like, all right, we're done. All right, it's a woman now. It's a woman now. I mean, and that's how every secondary female, female character, character gets created in like Sega, in Nintendo, in all that shit. You know, just put lipsticks and a bow on the male character, and now it's a girl. But that's how girls are made, right? I feel like it's up to us now to make Toadette. Uh, and isn't Toadette like the, or to make her like, to give her her story now? Because right. she's not getting one necessarily from Nintendo. Although she is the chief of story mode. Right, which is cool. Yeah, which is really cool. She's the chief builder. She's like the manager of whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been liking story mode quite a bit. I like it too. Well. I, I was worried that the story mode, because the first Mario Maker didn't have a story mode. It just had like a 10 man challenge that you could do like offline and they and it was just Nintendo made levels. There was no story involved or whatever. Um, and when they announced that there was a story mode for Mario Maker 2, people were like, oh, it's going to be half ass. Like, it's just going to be kind of thrown in there. But no, it's like really well developed. And there's like 100 levels that are, you know, that the Nintendo that, that's Nintendo made that's within story mode. And I was assuming that they were all going to be really easy, but some of them are really tough. It like puzzles and I'm like into it. Um, and it's really cute too, like the whole like atmosphere with you rebuilding the castle, and you get to talk to like un- Undo Dog and the eraser and stuff. That like, eraser is it's, terrifying. It's he's so terrifying. Yeah, you talk it's to like, him and he's like, "I can't take that anymore," and he like shreds himself up and then falls same. to the ground, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Damn, and that girl. dancing frog in the sky, and I'm mm-hmm. about it. Um, um, I think I'm like 45 percent done with the castle. I think I'm like 30 right now. I'm probably going to do some more. I'm probably going to play some more of it this weekend when I have some free time. Um, but yeah, no, I'm liking it a lot. I just, uh, here's a question. Do you have the the um, Super Mario Land mushroom that people get at the beginning of your your Sriracha Land or whatever levels? Sriracha Land. We need, you need to go to a history class on Sriracha Land immediately. <laughs> I love Sriracha. Uh, I did unlock it. I did all the Purple Toad quests to get nice. it. But I didn't put it in that first episode, though. Uh, okay. Uh, or the first level. I, I wasn't... I didn't want to do it. Okay. I think my phone just rang, and it probably recorded. So if you got to hear my ringtone, it's a boring, generic one, because I can't have a K-pop ringtone because it makes Piggy mad. What? Yeah. he. It's, I always pick Red Velvet songs for my ringtone, and it makes him very upset. Well, I didn't know that Piggy barking. was problematic against K-pop. Well, I th- okay, so Red Velvet songs are very, like, electro-pop, you know? Right, right, right. And there's always, like, some sound in it that, like, triggers him. It's like a high-pitched squeal that Piggy's, like... I think so. It's like a dog whistle. It was Peekaboo for the longest time, and whenever right. he hears Peekaboo, he freaks out. It's like war flashbacks for Piggy. Something. I don't know. That's that He won't get scared of fireworks, but he'll get freaked out by... Peekaboo by Red Velvet. Um, I mean, I feel that. Sure. Um, so with Mario Maker 2, sorry to get back into this. Um, are you like what what are you enjoying more? Are you enjoying playing levels or are you enjoying making levels more? Or is it like kind of the same? Is it like what it's do you what do you feel like, like you're doing more? It feels like it's multiple games in one because I like sometimes I just want to sit down and play the game. So I just mm-hmm. go into either 
I go, I like to go on endless and play easy because it makes right, me right, feel right. really fucking good about myself. Because some levels will be like five blocks long, you know, right. and you just run to the flag and you feel really it's great. Like, oh, a four year old made this, but I completed it. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes I just like to do that. Sometimes I like to do story mode, and then sometimes I like to make. You know, what can sometimes I say? I'm a creator, a mood, Sam. You know, I'm a I'm a hashtag creator. Hashtag creator. But um, uh, if it, like it's. I got it day one, um, mm-hmm. and there were already like hundreds of levels, thousands of levels, and you're like, holy shit, like I don't ever have to buy another Mario game. Right, it's like literally endless Mario, like people are just going to make levels forever. I mean, there was a huge Mario Maker um, Mario Maker community on the Wii U, like it was probably the game that kept the Wii U alive the longest, because there's like a huge, like Twitch community especially, because there um before mario maker like people made really hard like speedrun levels in like level editors and they would make rom hacks for like super mario world like that was a thing before mario maker came out and then mario maker came out and those people that were you know within those um speedrunning rom hacking communities kind of migrated over to mario maker and so um like there's big um twitch channels and youtube channels that are strictly just mario maker um based creations like people like became twitch partners because of mario maker because people like really like watching that shit and so um i feel like it was really smart to make a sequel to mario maker especially for the switch because like you know people love the switch and people actually are buying the switch um instead of the wii u because like it was really popular on the wii u and no one bought the wii u so like imagine how popular mario maker 2 is for the switch because like people are actually buying that console so I'm assuming well, that it's gonna it's gonna last a while. Hopefully, people are really gonna enjoy Mario Maker too. The only thing I want, like, there's clearly enemies missing, like Spike, Spiky, Prickly, right. Cactus, mm-hmm. and then like I feel like they're gonna introduce more themes or whatever. And mm-hmm. I hope they do Super Mario Bros. too, because it's that been would be super fun. Very much left out, and um, yeah, just and the door in Super Mario Three is the same as the door in Super Mario Two. So you only you already got one thing taken care of. Right, you already got the door there, honey. Just you got bring the, the rest door. in. There are like four textures in Super Mario Bros. Two, mm-hmm. and Birdo. We need Birdo. We need Birdo. We need Birdo. our trans icon Birdo. Absolutely love Birdo. Um, um I feel like that's the only thing I want. I feel like they're definitely going to introduce DLC. With more, um, more stuff, more items, more creations, more themes for Mario Maker Two. I feel like they'd be stupid not to. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like that Mario Maker Two is going to last a long time on the Switch. I feel like there's going to be a lot of support for it. I feel like there's going to be a lot of DLC in the future, and I feel like it's going to last. You know, because it's like it's one of those games where there's so many user created levels, and there's so much. You know, there's a big community behind it that I feel like it's going to be. It's it's gonna stay alive as long as Nintendo supports the the servers for their um, creations. So I'm well, excited. I'm excited to dig deeper into it and play some more. Go play and, my and levels. My level codes are on my Twitter. I'll put it in the description of this uh, of the podcast. Oh my God, thank you. I'll make a note of that. Um, sure. Because I'll, I'll put it in our favorite things area. So Russell in ruins. It's Hell in yeah. ruins. I'll have to play it too because yeah. Can you like? I, I'm assuming you can follow creators. I don't know. I haven't tried yet, but I wish you could if you can't. Um, Yeah, good favorite thing. I'll have to play it. Thank you. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing this week, I mean, I have been enjoying Mario Maker, but it's a a TV show. 
that was on my list of things to watch. My roommate started watching it. It was one of those things where everyone watched it in my general vicinity. And they all told me how great it was um, and that I should watch it. But I just like I didn't have the time. It wasn't, you know, it was on my list of things to watch. Um, But I finally watched it. And it is Phoebe Waller-Bridge's magnum opus, Fleabag. It is we just a... started that last night. Oh, my God. Look at you. I know. Someone told Justin or well, his brother told him about it. He's been in Chicago the past week mm-hmm. and he watched the first two episodes with his brother and was like, you'll love it. You love British TV. Let's watch Fleabag. It's so good. And it's one of it's one of those things where like um, it was supposed to be like a like a one off thing. Like Obviously, I won't spoil anything for you. It was, it was only supposed to be one season. And um, like it's the first season in itself is like it's perfectly encompassed. It didn't need anything else. And then the second season is also like that. And like and nothing apparently nothing is going to happen after the second season. Like it was it's it's done, which I feel like is good. I like I like things that are like an encompassed universe. That's like there's a start. There's a finish. It's over like it doesn't get shitty. It doesn't it have doesn't time get, to it, get shitty. Yeah, it doesn't have time to get shitty. It's just good. And it's, you know, and it ends. It's over. Like, I like things that kind of have a definitive ending. I, it, there's just, there's a, there's a type of relief. And there's, it's just, it's satisfying when you oh, know yeah. that something's over. That's why I like TV series usually that are episodic. Like, everything right. gets resolved in one episode. I can go to sleep that night. I don't mm-hmm. have to lie awake and stress about their next episode. And if their life is going to be okay. Right. You know? You're awake at 4 a.m. and you're like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Yeah. You're just thinking about them co- uh, constantly. Um, but yeah, no. So I, a lot of my friends had watched it. My roommate started it. And she's my roommate was basically the the catalyst for this. Oh, excuse me. Gassy. Um, sure. And she said, she said, I'm watching Fleabag. You just you just need to watch it. So I was like, OK, fine. I'll just start it. I already had it downloaded. I had it ready to go. Um, and yeah, it was just like really good. It's described as a comedy drama or a tragic comedy. It's like. It's it's obviously comedic because it has. I mean, Phoebe Waller Bridge is like an amazing writer. She's she wrote it. She's the main character in it. It's really interesting because it's like the whole series. It's like she's talking to you. Like she breaks the fourth wall constantly and like talks to the camera. Like the camera is like a character. It's very interesting. Um, and it's funny. It has that British humor, but it's also like really real. Like it dives into like relationships and it, it dives into like you know trauma and stuff like that. Um, and you learn more about it. What's interesting about it is like the the main character, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, whose name is Fleabag, um, is never addressed as Fleabag. Like you never learn her actual name, which is like kind of cute. Um, but yeah, no. So it's a it's a British comedy drama. It's like it's kind of has some tragedy. It has some comedy. Um, it makes you feel things. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Um, and it's just, it's really well done. Um, obviously Phoebe Waller-Bridge is the main character. Olivia Coleman is in it. She plays like a bitch and it's so good. Like she's so fucking good in this. Um, but yeah, no, I, I watched the whole first season and then I waited a couple days and I watched the whole second season and I feel like relieved and it was really good. And I like understand why people love it so much because it's just, the writing is really highly regarded and, and the, um, the characters are really well fleshed out and it's good. It's just like a really good, funny, feel good time um, that like makes you feel. And sometimes you just got to feel something. Is it you know? just really good or is it good or really, really good? I think it's just like, really, do you really good. like it. Is it good? I think what happened is like the first season um, was developed just with the BBC. 
And then the second season got like funding from Amazon. So I think it's I think the both seasons are on Amazon Prime. That's where we're watching it. Yeah. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Fleabag on there. But I know it's like available on iTunes and shit and all over the Internet. Um, So I if you like British comedy and British writing, totally recommend Fleabag because it's like it's just really good. That's just kind of how I, I'm not good at describing things. It's just, just a like really good really fucking good. time. So when you said um, you were too busy to play Mario Maker 2, is this why? Yes, I was watching Fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely why. So I was busy. doing work, and when I wasn't doing work, I was like binging Fleabag. What's nice about Fleabag 2 is that um, each episode is only a half hour long, and there's only yeah. six, six episodes per season. So it's no, it's not like a huge time sink. It's just enough. Well, we live in like streaming service time and I feel like episodes are getting too long. Right, exactly. It's nice to have something that's shorter. Yeah. I mean, like you sit down to watch an episode of Sabrina and you're like in for the night. Like it's like sitting down to watch a movie. Like I just want to watch a show, get to the point. I feel like there's too much extra put in TV shows these days. Right. Sometimes sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is more. So um, totally recommend Fleabag, both the first and second season. Um, find it on Amazon Prime. It's probably on BBC Three online. Um, but if not, definitely on Amazon Prime, you can find it. Um, and it's really fucking good. And one of um, the uh, TV shows that I have talked about constantly called Killing Eve, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the main writer and the main character in Fleabag, is the main writer for Killing Eve. They're two completely different shows. Totally different, like, you know, totally different genres. But um, her writing, it just, it, her writing is impeccable. And um, it's no wonder that I'm enjoying Fleabag when I really enjoyed Killing Eve because she's written on both of them. So totally recommend. Check it out. Joe, I want to know how you feel when you, like, are done watching Fleabag. I want your opinions. I want your full review when you're done. Sure. Um, no pressure, though. It'll take us, like, a month. We only watch one episode at a time. Right, it happens, you know. Just take, take well, your sweet-ass time, I gotta, no rush. I got a house to run, honey. Exactly, you know, you're a busy mom with a child. And I'm a mom on the go, do. okay? Yeah, you know, busy moms choose Jif. Honey, I got to have my protein bar while I take my kid to daycare, go pick up the exactly. dry cleaning, run the grocery yeah. store, run the Harris Teeter. Honey. Honey. You're just so busy. Harris <laughs> Teeter. So, so, you're just like such a such a busy bee. Oh, my God. I took Elizabeth the Harris Teeter. And let me tell you, we have confirmation that it's the best place in the world from someone not in D.C. I mean, I, it's probably way better than any grocery store in Arkansas. Well, she was telling me she was like, Kroger's produce section's horrible. Like, Harris Teeter, this is amazing. Everything's fresh. And it is. They put it out <laughs> that, every day. Nothing's molding. It's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't know produce sections were so bad. But it's uh, you're just living in luxury, just, Joseph. I'm just spoiled by having access to good produce, which I don't buy anyway. Right. You just look at it and you're like, oh, I could buy that, but I won't. But I won't. And then I step on it. And exactly. then I send like, a picture. If I can't have it, can't no one can. Yeah. That's anyway. the American way. Happy Fourth of July. Nah, 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 nah. We're done. What's the national anthem? Da, 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 there da. you go. I kept singing. I was trying to think of it the other day, but I was kept singing the America's Funniest Home Video theme song. Do you remember I mean, when it used to have lyrics? That's that's the actual national anthem for America. Literally, let's though. be honest. Do you remember in the 90s when it used to have lyrics? 
I, we vaguely? got laughs from coast to coast. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 That's a good song. The red, white, and blue America, America, this is you. Well, maybe one of these days we'll do a cover of the America's Funniest Home Video theme song. A trap Probably not. version. Isn't that what the kids are all about? Trap music? Yep. And we'll post I it exclusively can't. to TikTok. I need to get... No, I'm just going off on tangents now. I want a bicycle with a basket. We'll talk about that next week. Stay tuned for next week when we'll be talking about bicycles with baskets. Uh, uh, make sure to tune in <laughs> for that. Beautiful. And beautiful after this footage. episode, uh, if you are a wonderful Patreon patron, you will be getting a bonus episode this week. So stay tuned yes. for that. Otherwise, we will see you all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Andrew G, Ben B, Brad D, Brian H, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Erica V, Feliciano D, Helena B, Henrich B, Jack C, Julian S, Justin, Kate M, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Maurice W, Megan N, Michael C, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.